Good morning, Rabbi Isaiah. Lili Nishmasimim Rosirus Bas Mordechai, Vizchos Bni Akiva Simcha Ben Fego. Rabbi Isaiah, I got to tell you, yesterday was a very, very special day. But before I go into that, I want to talk about our Bar Mitzvah boy. Our Bar Mitzvah boy. <laughs> Akiva Solway, who did a fantastic job. Akiva, get over here for a second, please. Where's your father? Shimon, come, come here, come here as well. Akiva, as you know, was in a choir. He's a soloist, great voice, beautiful, beautiful laning. But more importantly, Akiva has been an inspiration to all the adults in the shir. He's been here with us since Brachas Daf Beis. The Bachar sits there with his finger on the place day in, day out, and the adults see it and they're inspired by him. So first of all, I want to tell you, this is a book, a safer that Moshe Hirsch and, and what's his first name? Mustafsky. what's his name? They put together all of Akiva's Divri Torah that Akiva writes every single week in Orhe Merkaz. They put it together, made it a safer, and it's a MDY production, eight minutes and they gave it to him as a gift, and they gave it out to everybody. Volume one. Volume one, more to come. But if you're wondering how, how do you have a kid like this? Well, genes help a lot, but I got to tell you, every morning... When I walk here, from my home down the block till here, I see Akiva's father, Rib Shimon, standing right over here, driving away from the base medrash. In other words, he drives the base medrash, drops off his son, and then goes looking for parking. He doesn't tell his kid, come with me. He wants his kid to be in the base medrash on time, and then he looks for parking. He usually parks a block away in the parking lot over there, not to disturb the neighbors. <clears throat> And then, and then, at the Bar Mitzvah, the Rav said the same exact thing. The Rav said that Reb Shimon comes to davening early. He has a chavrusa. And when davening is about to start, he walks back home. I don't know how far it is, maybe 10 minutes, to wake up Akiva and bring him back. And he said, the Rav said, he has daughters that could do it. He decided to do it himself. So, Mazel Tov Reb Shimon. You should have a lot, a lot of nachas. This is the future Galad Dor, by the way. Akiva... He's not in Shidduchim, but he's accepting offers right now. Shkoyach, Mazel Tov. His wife, who's my wife's best friend, drives more than him. Okay. Rabbi Isai, yesterday is tremendous, tremendous Hatzlacha. Uh, it's the inauguration and the start of something brand new. Let's see where the picture is. I got to show you this in a picture. Oh, here it is. We're trying to get... Yeshivas involved. So the first first yeshiva I ever spoke at was Rashid. I sat with a group. How many guys were there? 70, he says. Out of the 70 boys, I mean, I'm no Rabbi Ari Ben Chushan who got 24. But out of the 70 boys, we got 50 guys to sign up. 50 guys. And Gitzi Schleifer, who's alumni, he's sponsoring all the Gemaras. I also promised them, besides the Gemaras, we're going to take them to a nice restaurant. I'm not going to say the name, a nice restaurant. 
So we're looking for a sponsor for that. Maybe Yitzi will jump in on that. Here's a picture of me and the guys afterwards. They're all signing up, grabbing Gemaras. I was also at Leva Torah. Unfortunately, I don't have any pictures. I hope somebody took pictures there. You have pictures? Yeah. You should have, please send me. I would have printed tomorrow, Bezer Hashem. Leva Torah, I was a little worried because it was number two in line. So I went there. Also, they had about a hundred guys in the room. They didn't disappoint. Over 50 guys signed up from Leva Torah as well. It's crazy. And this is just the first two yeshivas. Isha Torah asked me to come speak to them. So maybe we'll speak over there. We'll see what happens. It's a, uh, a new beginning. A new page. Yesterday, Rabbi Sai, Baruch Hashem, we have a very short daf today. It doesn't mean that we're going to get out early today. I guarantee we're going to go over time. But it does give a little bit of an opportunity to uh, do what I typically do on the first daf of the Masechta. And that is show the siyumim, the global siyumim around the world. So over here, we have Toronto. This is what you're talking about? Oh, okay. So I do have the picture of Toronto. Over 80 people showed up to the CM in Toronto. There's a giant screen, a nice hall. We have what? It happened already. That's it. It happened. And today, David Feinberg, the statistician, says today is the second year. Whatever. We could just celebrate every day. We started on Shabbos, Sunday, Monday. This, Rabbi, is a very big, big simcha. I really wanted to be here. Unfortunately, the trip was canceled. This is the Manchester CM. But very important, if you look right over here, this is Shmuley Weisfish. He's been a big part, just like Akiva. He's been here from the beginning of Brachas. He sent in emails. We heard his voice. He sent in videos. So and it was Bay Bayayim. It was his bar mitzvah last night at the Siyam. So tremendous mazlavs to the Shmuley. This is his father over here. Chashva Yid, our, our in-house shaykhet, sends us the pictures, etc. In the five towns, we had a nice Siyam. This is Benjamin Schwartz, the coordinator. This is Common of the Five Towns, who's doing his own little thing. Also, he's going to have a nice seal, Five Towns seal. And here is the one who's pushing that whole Gemara campaign and brought MDY to where it is today. Nassan Al-Gan's addressing the guys in the Chinese restaurant. This is like the side room, I guess. Here he is. Here's the Eilam. So, Yishur Kayach. Um, I do want to thank, by the way, Behind the scenes, just the achdos that's going on. Guys from Muncie, Uncle Phil, Mark, pushing the siyum and driving to the siyum in the five towns. It's, it's things that we don't understand, but the chesed is unbelievable. And we, we very much appreciate it. Talking about siyumim, our siyum is tonight, right next door in Prushim. I'm not sure how many people signed up. I know I signed up. I paid for my family, so you don't have to worry about it. You can stop sending me emails. I paid, yeah. Um, I signed up, yeah, I did it through the thing. Do you see it, Avi? Let me know if you get it. All four of us, you get, oh, he says he got it. Gary says all four of us. Even the little guy, even though my two sons don't eat anything, just chal, I paid that Adri Shagel. What? Daniel's not coming. Oh, maybe, maybe, well, we'll pay afterwards. Mine is a different story. I got actually a request from a Rosh Hashiva that I should bring Mando to the scene. Not joking. We'll have to talk about it. Um, okay. Um, no, this is not it. This is from David Lowenstein. Hello, I wanted to express my appreciation for the donors who sent a copy of Masafis Megillah by mail to me. Gemara has never been a strength of mine. I decided to learn again in a small way following that day of the Yaimi. 
the last few months. Okay, I didn't know I have to read that. I came across a few clips of Ravelli's share. After seeing it all for the... Dave from Michigan. Okay, Dave from Michigan. Um, by the way, the first ever CMML Melbourne tonight. Huge. Go to mdycm.com, find out the where, how, when. Brooklyn CM raffling off a full art school shots for those. Because you didn't sponsor it, Mandy. Mandy. All right. So look up the Brooklyn. They sent me a video of the meat. It's a, a table eight feet long and three feet wide, just full of meat that's going to be served there. Ribs and don't ask. New York style. Um, I want to read something else here, but I don't know where it is. Oh, here's from Mike Benmela. You guys remember him? His house, he's a guy from Miami, he was part of this year, and he, his house burned down. Very long email, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's been a while since I communicated with you. And the I just want to let you know that since my house burned down in Miami, it was four months ago, with Hashem's infinite kindness, we started to rebuild our lives and everything's going great. I want to thank you once again for being my rock during these difficult times and having the merit to partake in your incredible Dafiyomi Chabura since Brochus. It's a blessing for me and my family. Bekitzer, Uman, Breslev. That's what saved this house, I think he's saying over here, because it's a zgula, a lot of stuff. Uh, spiritual material or save the books. May Hashem bless you. Continue to inspire the masses and the shamas to learn and grow in Torah. Achtos and love of Hashem. May you continue to add, keep adding students daily to Ashri Kamei Mashiach. Much love to you and the team. Michael Bimela. And finally, those are the Svarim up there. Okay, that's, those are the ones. Okay, that's what he said. Okay. Hey, I'll be in Cancun this coming week. If any MDYs would like to join my seum, I'll be sponsoring a Kiddush lunch at Chabad of Cancun. Shachris 945. That's Mincha in Israel, followed by the Siyum. And then over here it says, a different one, I get it from Shalom Rand. Need 11 Gemaras, I just gave out in Cancun, I got 11 guys in Cancun, he says over here. It's not Shalom Rand, but Shalom Rand's friend, friend, uh, Leon, I forgot how to pronounce his name, F-R-E-U-E-F-191. No, that's, that's Rand. All right, today's here. Is sponsored in honor of Shmuli Weissvis's bar mitzvah, Parnas Achaydesh, for the Kailo. Is Chayim from Lakewood. Oh, Rabbi Isai, with us today, if you don't mind, anybody from Rashid, please come here to the front. We got here. You come, 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 come. I've bite, come. You guys, here you guys in the back. Come, let's go. With your coffee. It's Mercedes. Don't worry about it. You can get off the strike. I'm right here. No, no, no. Get over here. Get over here. Rashid, guys. Rashid, guys. And I have to thank Tomer Levy for coming with me, giving out the Gemaras. Who else is from Reishit? Guy in the red t-shirt. Let's go. Come on. He's not Reishit. Oh, that's Levatora. Levatora. Levatora? You guys Levatora? Levatora, guys. Come. Let's go. Achtos. This beef doesn't matter. No, let's go. No, come on, Levatora. Let's go. What's going on here? You got to represent. What? Not Levatora. Oh, oh, the Torah. Torah. No, no, not Torah. Oh, that's right. That's that's Tomer Levy's son. Yeah, the Tomer Levy's son. Okay. Fine. So, Yishkar for being there. How many guys signed up for real? 43. 43? I said 50. You're making me look bad. Oh, they dropped that. Shalom Aleichem. What's your name? Ezra. We're going to finish Shas together or just Megillah? What is it? Shas. 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 All right. Sit down, man. Let's go, Yishkar. Um, 
By the way, Dr. Listow sponsored $25,000 towards these Gemaras. But guess what? It costs us over $70,000. So if anybody wants to bridge the gap and be a part of this tremendous mitzvah, Gemara costs us about $35. A Gemara, I don't know what it is online. We say $25, $30, whatever it is. Every Gemara donated, well, every person that donates a Gemara, not every Gemara, every person that donates a Gemara, somebody's donating one against it. So it's double that one Gemara. Please join us. SponsorMDY.com, I think it is, yeah? Let's see. MDYSponsor.com. MDYSponsor.com. Okay, now, finally. You can donate for Yeshua Ari Yilei who finishes only Masechta Rosh Hashanah with us. Ben Yonis Al-Chaim, Last day. Masechta Tainas is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families. Rufuwa Shleimu for Miriam Esther Baz Devaira. Also last day. Parnas HaChaydash. The Hannes brothers. In honor of the Hannes Zevdiya. I'm going to miss that name. Crispin Benazari families and Shlomo Lazarian for inspiring us to join MDY. Parnas HaChaydash, not the last day, in honor of RL97, Akiva Tabi for introducing me to Rebellious Dav. You, you guys have to get used to it. There's a lot of numbers here. A lot of Atzala guys. And Parnas HaChaydash, Daniel and Cyril Cohen, Zchus for Rufu Shleimo, for Gavriel, Binyamin, Ben Cyril, Fruma. I just saw a picture of this kid. It's unbelievable. It's a, it's a small little kid. How old is the kid? year and a half. And his Elta Zayda, Bezer Shem, is going to be Messiah the Mesechta for us. He's going to say the Hadron. It's his first, first Siyam ever, a very emotional thing. L'schos, Gavriel Benyamin, Ben, Cyril Fruma. Aaron Goldscheider, Schneider, Scheider, Aaron Goldscheider, it says here, in honor of my son Svi for finishing his first Daf Yomi Mesechta Gemar Tainus. Mazdov and many more in good health and happiness. By Barry Bass, he is the mayor of Lincolnwood. That's where I used to live. In honor of my son Jordan and Maya ba- Bass, naming new baby boy, Yechiel Gavriel Bass. Now, Reb Yechiel was fixture in our shul. He was a Holocaust survivor. I, I was very, very close to him for many years. And he says he's a chacham, a chazan. Reb Henry Yechiel Lifshitz. Bar Mitzvah, he, uh, he says over here that he had to learn 200 blat to be accepted to Ramey Shapiro's yeshiva in Lublin. And then he survived. He married his wife. Okay. Agansa Drasha here that we all know. Special man from a special generation. I'm just reading this because I knew him very well. I, I, I was looking for the picture. I have a picture of him and his, his uh, tattoo on his arm and my children around. He's an unbelievable person. Um, okay. By Michael Bemela in honor of the yard center of Nassan of Breslov, Naftalia Hertz, Sternhartz. Mazen Shama have an aliyah. Please read my email. I did. Shuli Wasserdale. In honor of my wife's neshama, Tzipayra Bas Moshe Menachem Alevi Edna. No, that's not how you read it. Tzipayra Echo Edna Bas Moshe Menachem Alevi. It came out backwards here. Test Hamuz. Tavshin Pei Aleph. Anonymously, by Kamala of the 5,000 we saw he is, Reb Menachem Mendel Ben Simcha, to Big John Yiches Kiel on his upcoming seal for Tainus Tuesday night and bring seven new people to learn the daf. In common number two, for privately co-sponsoring last scene for Shana and happy birthday, my son, Uri Zev. By May Rosenberg, in honor of F146 and retire. We're going to get to the learning soon. F202 finishing in hopes that F238 joins. By David Dimbert. I love this one. In honor of all the people who have brought someone else to the Shir. Yishkoyach, all the sponsors. And now, finally, for the last final daf in the Masechta. It's a tremendous day for us. It's a beautiful daf. We're holding, I don't know, count it. 12 lines from the bottom, we'll call it, guessing. Omar Reb Shimon Gamliel, Lamed Omid Beis. 
Omar Shimingam Lil, Loyhoyam Tarim Lisrol, Kachamisha Asabav, Ukiyamakipurim. The two most special days of the year, Yom Kippur and Tubav. And on those days, the Mishnah goes on to say, by the way, huge Mishnah, which actually equals up to eight Mishnais if you open up the Mishnais, but in our Gemara, it's only one. And it's all the way at the end of the Mishnah describing these Mishnah, the, the, these days. Now, what's so special about these days is that the girls that needed Shiduchim, they would go out and they would dance. They all wore the same clothing. They would borrow clothing from each other. It was a situation of shiduchim. If I even said it as a joke, recommended such a thing, they would shut down the shear. But that's how it was in the time of the Gemara. What's so special about Yom Kippur? It's a very special day. We're here in this world to accomplish, to grow closer to Hashem, to do mitzvahs, and if unfortunately we do Averis, we need to atone for those sins and Averis. And we have a special day called Yom Kippur, obviously with tshuva, but with that day, we achieve atonement. We achieve pure mechila, slicha. Yom shenitu bay luchais ha'achroidais. Rashi goes through the whole cheshman, if anybody wants to see. Moshe Rabbein was up for 80 days, came down on Yom Kippur. In fact, Rashi says the reason why Yom Kippur was established as the day of Kapara is because that's when you, Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Shemayim. And it was a sign to Klai Yisrael, Hashem forgave him for the ego. That was the sign. He's down, he's back, he's here, he achieved, he asked for tshuva for 40 days straight, he asked for forgiveness, Hashem listened to him, and that's why that day is Yom Kippur. Turns out on Tess Tishrei. Now, you think, that on a day like Yom Kippur, we're fasting and we go to shul. These girls that are in shiduchim have no business dancing in the street looking for shiduchim. This is the Ben Yoyada asking. It doesn't make any sense. It's not, it's not Purim. It's Yom Kippur. Says the Ben Yoyada, you see from here how important it is to get married. The chashivas of the mitzvah of getting married. And even on the holiest, holiest day, that's what they did. Hello, Tubav Mahi. What's going on with Tubav? So the Gemara gives us six reasons. Now it doesn't mean that they contradict each other, just different traditions to the reason. Huh? Yes. Mendy, I hope I have Rishos to say over. Oh, okay. You don't even know what I'm saying, but I got Rishos. You heard him. You heard him, Rishos. The first answer is that it's such a special day because that's the day that the Shvatim were allowed to marry each other. That's the day that Binyamin, Sheba Binyamin, Klai Yisrael swore that they never marry into Binyamin. We're going to get into it. That's the day that they became Mutter. That's the day that the generation of the Midbar stopped dying in the Midbar. That is the day that Klai Yisrael was allowed to continue being Eilul going up to the Beis HaMikdash. That is the day that those who died and murdered in Beitar were buried finally. I forgot how long it was, over a year that their bodies were laying there. We'll see that. And finally, Tavar Magal, that is the day of Big Yantif, and we'll go into that as well, that Klai Yisrael every year stopped cutting the wood for the Mizbeach, and it's a big simcha, and we'll talk about it. For me and Mendy, it's a huge... Those two words, we spoke about these words, Many, many times, it's a thing, and I'll go into that also. Tavar Magal. Mendy and I. 
says the Gemara, Amr Abiyud Amr Shmuel. Yoim shehutru shvatim lavoi zeh bozeh. Now, the day that the Shvatim, we'll see over here, it says in the Pasuk, the Torah tells us, even the women who inherit part of Eretz Yisrael, we didn't want that their land should go to another Shevet. We want to keep it within that Shevet. So it says, you don't want to move, you want to keep the real estate within the family. If a woman doesn't have brothers and she inherits her father's real estate and then she marries a man in another shevet, what's going to happen? The real estate is going to move, he's going to inherit her, her children will inherit her and it's going to go to another shevet. And the Gemara says in a second that that only applied to that generation, but later on, Chlai Yisrael was able to marry each other. So what happens is the Karen Oyer says, Karen Oyer, that this is the idea, and we, we understand if you look around the room here, we see all sorts of yarmulkes, different types of people, Ashkenazim, Sfardim, young, old, Hasidim, Litvaks, Lubavitchers, we have Breslov, the whole thing. This, this is a day that when all of Klai Yisrael can marry each other, you have pure achtos. It's not, oh, we're sticking, we're going to be snobbed to, to the other shvatim, it's only us. Everybody marries each other. That achtos causes the shechina to be shayra. When there's achtos throughout all of Klai Yisrael, that's the simcha. Not, oh, I can marry somebody else. There's plenty of people to marry in this shevet. But when we have that achtos, we all get together and we, we enjoy each other's simchas, that's when, that's when the shechina is going to rest on Klai Yisrael. What's that? What do you mean? No, the Shvat don't say it goes by the father. The Shavit always stays. The real estate is going to disappear. Fine, that's what happened today. There's no, everybody's everywhere. You can buy any, any property anywhere. My Darush, why did all of a sudden it change? It says, A few psukim before these psukim, it says that this is a commandment that Akush Baruch Hu gave to the daughters of Tzlavchad. He didn't have any sons, he had four daughters, five, five daughters, and that's it. This halacha was given to that generation only. This is a special day also, Tubav, because this is a day that all of Klai Yisrael were able to marry Sheva bin Yaman. What happened? The famous story, Pelegish Begiva, whoever doesn't know the story will repeat it. What happened was, there was a man who married a Pilegesh. Concubine, thank you. I knew it was something like that, but I have whatever, it didn't sound good. Concubine, yeah. She, for whatever reason, she had some sort of dispute with her husband and she ran away to her father's house. So he went after her, he tried to get her back and her father, his father-in-law said, stick around there for a few days. So he stuck around, he wanted to leave, he kept on schlepping him out. Stay another day, stay. Finally, he got upset, he said, I'm leaving. And he left at night and he tried to find a place to sleep and he was in Binyamin and nobody would take him in. He was sitting outside over there and nobody would look at him. And he had food, he had his donkeys, he had wine, everything he needed, he didn't have a place to sleep. Finally, older elderly man took him in and as he's getting ready to go to sleep, some bad guys in the neighborhood said, bring this guy out, like it's dying. 
They wanted to have relations with him. And Mamash like light. The guy said, take my daughter. And this, he said, take my pilegish instead. Finally, he gave his pilegish to these men. And whatever they did to her, she came back dead. She ended up, she ended up dying after the night. She, he opens up the door. Here she is, lifeless body. This guy, married to the Pilegish, takes his Pilegish woman, chops her up into 12 pieces, and sends a piece to each part of Klai's role. Teach her, says, look what they did to my wife, to my Pilegish. I guess, if you just send a messenger and say, hey, they killed my wife. When you have a chart, you have something, you see it in, with your eyes. You see a bat, what is this? It's an arm. Why is there an arm here? Because somebody killed my wife. And that really upset Klai Yisrael. And they said, give us, they demanded to give, Klai Yisrael should give up these people, these bad guys. And they wouldn't. They protected them. So they said, if you don't give them up, we're going to go to war. And they went to war and they destroyed, they wiped out Binyam. There's hardly anybody left, maybe 600 people, whatever it was, nobody left. And that, then they swore, and here's the apostle. Nobody can marry, nobody can give their daughter to Binyamin. And then, it was bad news for Binyamin. They're going to be wiped out. So they had to change it. But they swore. My darush, Omarav, Mimenu, Veloi, Ibonenu. We swore about us, but our sons, the next generation, could marry in. They allowed that. And Memela, it was a yantif. Again, Achtos, bring back Binyamin into Klai Yisrael. And that's a yantif that we celebrate. Tubav, and that's why, I guess it's like, uh, because we are, Because it's a day that they married in, so it's a day that we also do shiduchim, etc. My darush, okay, we said. midbar. Oh, this is the day that the people in the midbar stop dying. So. It's one of my favorite pshatim, favorite divritaira, but here it is, mefurish in the Gemara. So we got to repeat it and we have a short almond. So what happened was, we had 600,000 men from the age of 20 to 60. And because of the Chet HaMaraglim, every single year, there was a cruise that went out and said, dig your grave. And all 600,000 people would dig graves, 600,000 graves, go in, and 15,000 of the 600,000 wouldn't come out. And every year, another 15,000 people would die. Until finally, the final year, there was only 15,000 left. They dug 15,000 graves. They knew they're going to die. They went into the grave and they didn't die. Even though Hashem swore that they're all going to die and they're not going to go into Eretz Yisrael. And then the big question is, why didn't they die? And the answer is, because they davened really well. But the question is, they, everybody davened. And what about the year before when there was only 30,000 left and 30,000 people dug the grave and only fi- they knew that 15 are going to die? The answer is that when you know that you have zero chance, then your tefillah is so much greater than when you have a 50% chance. Even though you know you have 50 people will say, ah, it's not me. I'm, I'm going to be lucky today. I'm not going to die. So the tefillah is not that powerful. When you, when, when you know for certain, you see it happening for 40 years straight, every single year, 15,000, the tefillah is unbelievable. We can take that as a lesson. I don't know how, 
how do you come to that matzav? But if you can, say, this is it. You understand? It's Hashem and only Hashem. And there's nothing else. You could survive even a shvua of Hashem that nobody's going to survive. Hashem refused to speak to Moshe Rabbeinu. When everybody died off, then Hashem started to talk to Moshe Rabbeinu again. Why? So the Taisvis and Baba Bashra says, and believe it or not, it's a little raya that Taisvis is a Breslov. Because Taisvis says that the reason why Hashem didn't speak to Moshe Rabbeinu. This is because Moshe Rabbeinu, there was atzvos. They were sad. And when Klai Yisrael said, there's no shechino. So Rashi is also blessed. Yeah, why? Because Rashi says, they all saw. Yeah, I guess we're all blessed. We're all blessed. Right. No, I was, just, I was just referring to, to Rabbi Adler. Who uh, mentioned me? And uh, by the way, Slicha, I didn't leave. I had a, I was I was not feeling well, and I left before your speech. I didn't even come back from Meyer, so it wasn't personal. But I heard that he mentioned me and that I said something about Simcha, and uh, so I was addressing that. It seems like Simcha existed a little bit before uh, Rabbi Nachman, but okay, whatever, fine. So I want to tell you a beautiful, beautiful thing here. I was, I wanted to say it the other day, but Baruch Hashem, I left it for today because now we have some guests. So I, I want them to hear this unbelievable Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim asks, what happened there with the, with the Miraglam? This is all because of the Chet of Miraglam. But what happened? You have to understand. You're talking about Klai Yisrael who saw the greatest Nisim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu ever performed. Kriyas Yamsov. Dam, Tzvardeya, Kinemar, Bakas Bechayras. Everything. So all of a sudden, the Miraglam come back and say, hey, this giant in Eretz Yisrael. Hashem says, you're going to move, go to Eretz Yisrael, everything's going to be fine. So because a couple of tall people over there, strong people, you're all out of whack. They saw all the Nisim. So what's a giant person? It's nothing. Hashem could take care of them in a second. He split the, the water. He, they saw Matan Torah. They saw every, So why are they so worried? So the Chaim says an amazing thing. He says that, and this, says the Chavetz Chaim, is the Chet HaMiraglim of year 2021. We are in the Chet HaMiraglim also, he says. Why? The Miraglim's Avera was that they doubted themselves. They said, we sinned, and because we sinned, we're not worthy. We were worthy yesterday when we were in Mitzrayim, but not anymore. We're sinners. We did this, we did the that. We're not worthy anymore. If we're not worthy, we don't deserve to go into Eretz Yisrael. Says the Chavetz Chaim, that's our sin. What do people say? Say, oh, Torah is not for me. Torah is for the Chavetz Chaim, for Rebchan Kanievsky, for the Rosh Shiva, for that guy, for that. not for me. People have to understand, says the Chavetz Chaim, that it's for everybody. All you need to do is chop it. You grab it and you'll be a Ben Oil Maba. And I want to read to you this little piece that has to do with us Balabatan. It's a mistake to begin with. The Torah didn't obligate a Balabas. Torah didn't say that you have to learn all day and night. You shouldn't go out and work. The Torah is telling you, work, but put, set aside time for Torah. Make sure you're honest when you work. And then, first make sure your business dealings 
are with honesty and then set aside time for dafiyaymi. And he goes on to say, but that's the end of the piece. All right, that's in Shemir Salashan, Chelik Sheni, Perigitas, if you want to look up the whole piece. Says the Gemara. Ula Amar. Another reason. What's Tubav? Yom Shibit Loishea ben Ela. Praise the eyes. Hoishea ben Ela was a Russia, but he allowed Kla Yisrael to go up to the base of Migdash and worship Hashem, bring regal. The big Rashi was a greater Russian than him. Put out the marshals, the cops on the way. You couldn't go up to Yerushalayim. By the way, you know why Golos Aseris Ashvatim happened? Because, yes, Hoshea ben Ela allowed Kali Yisrael to go up to the base of Migdash. It was great. But they didn't go. And because they didn't go, so from a good thing came out a bad thing, actually. Hashem and Ela allowed Klai Yisrael to go to Yisrael. But why don't you take the opportunity? When you have an opportunity, jump on it. Do it. It's another Zafta, you see. You got to jump on opportunities. There's no turning to the Daf. Rav Masna Omar. Okay, L'schus. Sponsored by Aaron Struk. In honor of my parents, Josh and Naomi Struk. It's a half a sponsorship. Sponsored anonymously as a schuss for Shiduchim for my siblings and myself. You know what? We already said it. So, Lezeich and Ishmas, Arabin, Shimon, Hakayin. The first time we did a turning of the daf, not the turning of the daf. Says the Gemara. Ramasna Omar, listen to this one. We're finally, we're getting to the end. Another reason why, why we are celebrating Tubav. Yoyim, Shinitnu Harugi, Beit Alikura. So we know about the Bar Kochva rebellion, and it's right here next to Bet Shemesh. If you go to the Bar Kochva cage, right? How far away is it by car? Seven minutes. Seven minutes away from Bet Shemesh. You can go into this cage. Don't recommend it. Highly claustrophobic. You have to like crawl on all four and go. But that's how the Jews lived. And right after that revolt, there was the Haruge Beitar. They captured Beitar, killed everybody. If you look at Taisus over here, top Taisus. Says something incredible, very sad. It says, They took the bodies and built fences with them. And they, they didn't smell these bodies. They didn't have. So, The bracha that we say in Birkus Hamazan, the fourth part of Birkus Hamazan, was only invented by, by when they were able to bury. The Harugi Malchus, Hatoiv, Hashem does us good. Vahmetev, on top of the Toiv, He gives us even more goodness. That what? Hatoiv, Shalai Srihu. The entire year that these bodies are laying around and they're the fence of the enemy, they didn't smell. Vahmetev, Shinitu Lukfura, and they allowed us to finally bury all these many bodies. Rabbi Rabbi Yosef Dabrin Tavayu, Yoim, Shepasku, Melichres, Eitzim, Lemarocha. This is the day that. Klai Yisrael finished cutting the wood for the Mizbeach. No. Why is that such a big yantif? Why do you make a yantif? They finished cutting. Okay, they, cut, they stopped chopping. What? Chop, chop, chop. Today's stop chopping. So, so one pshat is, the Rashbam says, that it's the end of a mitzvah. And how appropriate is it for today? When you finish a mitzvah, the Taisis Yantif says, it's like when you finish a part of the Torah that you make a big siyum. That's what he says on this pshat, on this Gemara. 
It's a seum. When you c- complete a mitzvah, a great mitzvah of bringing wood to the Beis Hamikdash, you make a seum. Ramosha Feinstein says, so if they made a big seum, why wasn't there a big meal like we're having tonight in Prushim, like they did in Toronto and in Farakway and all these other places? No. Anybody have a good answer? Why didn't they make a, a suda? It was a big mitzvah, but they didn't make a suda. Why? Listen to this chap. Because not everybody did the entire mitzvah. Everybody did a part of the mitzvah. Everybody brought one piece of wood. You needed all that wood. When we make a seum, we finish the entire mitzvah. It's Ramay Shafayinstein, not me. The Vilna guy improves from here, and you're there, Reishman Vav. That when you do finish a Masechta, when we finish a Masechta, you make a seum. From this Gemara right over here. So it says Ramayisha, based on, on the Vilna Gain, anytime a person finishes a Sefer of Tanakh, you make a seum. That's what he says. But Rabbeinu Gershim says, Rabbeinu Gershim says that the reason is because they were busy chopping wood. And when you chop wood, you can't learn Torah. And when you finish chopping wood, all of a sudden you have all these extra hours in the day to learn Torah. That's the Simcha. It's a tremendous Simcha. I could start learning. So says Noam, it wasn't all of Klai it was a small portion of Klai Yisrael because they were able to celebrate it, became a young of everybody, the girls go out and get married. Says the Gemara, Tanya Rebbe Liyazer HaGadol Oimer, Mechamisha Azar Ba'av Eilach, Tashash Koychash Sholchama. From the 15th day of Avinan, the sun gets weaker, starts becoming winter. V'loi hoi yukarsim eitzim l'marachah, we know if the wood is not dry, the worms, worms are puzzle for the Mizbeach. So they stop cutting the wood then. It's the day that they broke their axes. They don't need axes anymore. They put the axes away. They're able to go to the Mizbeach and learn Torah. <coughs> Four and a half years ago, over four and a half years ago, I'll tell you the exact date. May 23rd, 2017. I was sitting next to Remendi Arabach, who's sitting right here next to me. There's been a part of Shir from day one. Right over here. Remendi, give me your hand so they see in the video. This guy right over here. Ah, that, your head is in it. Go back a second. Ah, he's, he's Remendi, the guy with the beard. Yeah. We're sitting and learning Baba Bashar Daf Kuf Chafalaf. How do I remember the day? Because I made a sign from I used to do Simonim in the Gemara, Chazir Baba Bashar a bunch of times. And my simon for that daf, it's a bad simon, it was just for me. It's Kardumais, it's the, the, these uh, axes, Cholam Oyerbach. I don't even know if he knows it. That was my thing. Kardumais Cholam Oyerbach. Why? Mendy turned to me. And he's like, Eli, I want to do what you do. He's busy selling diamonds every day. I'm telling you a true story. I don't, he gave me Rishos. He doesn't even know what I'm about to say. So he, but he gave me Rishos. I'm saying it. I know that he's, he's a very private person. I'm going to be Mivayish and Barabin, but it's going to be Lutayalas. He's sitting right over here. You can ask him. He told me, he says, Eli, I want to do what you do. You sit in real estate. You have passive income. I want to sit and learn more hours a day. He was learning the whole first Seder with us. He wanted to learn second Seder also. 
he, he was learning with my Chavrusa then, Rabbi Didi Kramer, and then I started learning with him and we used to sit together. It, it was a nice, that itself is a nice. I walked into the Bismarck of Shmuel, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what shul to go to. I picked me Shmuel, I don't know why. I sat down and I sat down within a kailo that happens to be the, the kailo that we run today for MDY, sat in the kailo right next to these guys learning the daf. I didn't know, I want to learn daf. You may start Kiddushin, da da da. He tells me he wants to do it. He wants to be Tavar Magal. He wants to sp- spend more time learning Torah. So that became the thing. Tavar Magal. Mendy, when are you going to do Tavar Magal? Tavar Magal. One day he comes to me and says, that's it. I'm Tavar Magal. I sold every diamond I own. And he had a lot. And he had these diamonds that he couldn't sell for five, six, ten years. Did you ever sell that diamond? No way. The yellow one? The big, giant yellow one? Shainu Vaita. We got to learn. He sold it all. And he bought real estate. I don't know if he's doing well or not. But I know... That he's sitting in Bismarck all day. He's part of Yeshiva now. His dream came true because he put his mind to it. And he said he wants to spend more time learning Torah, less time in the business. He still does business, he's that, but more time learning Torah. Tavar Magal, a boy say, you could also do it. Fine. Next. I wasn't even going to say Mendy, get over here. There's no way we get over here. No way in the world. You have to know Mendy. Only guy. Everybody else here, yes, not Mendy. Listen to this. From this day on, the Moise of Yosef, if you add Torah, you're going to add life to your life, real life. With the Moisef, and if you don't add Torah, you get those extra hours. So you retire. And what do you do when you retire? You sit and watch the stock market. Yosef, chas v'shalom. What does it mean, Yosef? My Yosef, Omer of Yosef, his own mother will bury him. In other words, he won't live his, his full life. You got to take advantage of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you. Next. Shabahem, I promise you that we're not going to finish early today. Don't worry about it. In order not to embarrass those who don't have clothing, each girl borrow from another girl. Even the daughter of the king. The daughter of the king. With the whole wagon and the throne, the whole thing. She goes and she borrows. Okay, not from the peasant, but from the one below her, she yells me bas koin gadol, from the daughter of the koin gadol, bas koin gadol me bas gan, and it goes down in line, u bas gan, me bas meshuach muchama, you know, the, there was a meshuach muchama, we used to announce, part of the announcements, whoever's fearful of going to war, whoever built a house, whoever got married, whoever planted a vineyard, don't go to war, so part of that was the meshuach muchama, u bas meshuach muchama, bas koin edir, v'chol Yisrael shaylam zemizeh, every Jewish girl borrows from each other, k'day, Look at this idea. There's a concept and we can use it for our life as well. Don't embarrass those who don't have. By the way, I just just hit me now. I don't like this rule, but in my son's school, in America, they won't understand what we're talking about. But in my son's uh, school, you're not allowed to bring snack to school because there are many kids in the class that can't afford snack. So that they shouldn't be embarrassed in your school also, Akiva. You, you all could afford it. Okay, great. But in my son's school... My son is very upset because that's all he eats basically. So all these dresses in the time of the Gemara, in the time of the Besamikdash, they used to take their clothing and put it in the mikvah. Like we put a clean the mikvah. If there's tumah, carry nida, whatever it is, you have to be toivel, these kalim. So all the dresses had to go into the mikvah. Even if you buy a brand new dress, you put it in the mikvah. Why? Not to embarrass those who actually really do need tefillah. So instead of a, a girl asking the other girl, do I have to be toivel this dress? 
Across the board, every dress goes in the mikvah, no questions asked, you just tile. They, they dance in the vineyards, literally dance. Tana. If you don't, if you don't have a wife, you go over there. This, by the way, there's a big zgula today. If you don't have a wife, you go tamuka. And they say that ever since they put the mechitza in the bus, that zgula doesn't work so well anymore. The beautiful ones would say, "Look, look at me." <laughs> and if he had yichos, for me, I, I was looking for a good pshat here. I didn't have a really good pshat in the sugya. How does it work exactly? Did they really say it? Not. But I saw one. I didn't see this inside. I'm just, to me, it made sense that no matter what you see, you should always look for the positives. Everybody has a maila. And look for the positives. This one has that. This one has this. Uh, sorry. If they have yichos, they come from a good family, say, look, marry me, you'll have good yichos. A woman is for children. The ugly ones, what do they say? Literally, is ugly. I saw that in the time of, there's no such thing as a, as a Jewish girl that's ugly. But it just means out of poverty, they're not put together, and that makes them mukhuaris. And that might explain right what's going on here in the next line. Take your mekach, your 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 mekach. How do you say mekach? Your purchase, whatever it is. Not the, the, the what? Acquisition. Acquisition. Very good. That's a good word. Acquisition. Do it for Hashem. Listen to the chutzpah. Marry me. I'm very ugly. Please marry me. But by the way, give me a lot of gold. You have to give me a lot of jewelry. What is going on here? So first of all, according to that shot that they're not really ugly, just they don't come across very put together. So give them, give them a little jewelry and they'll be put together like the rich ones. But Rabbi Angela Galinsky says, he says, this girl is diving so hard for a shidduch. She knows she doesn't have everything going for her and she needs a lot of siyat shmaya. Once she's diving for siyat shmaya, it's all in the yad Hashem. You know what? Give me a guy that has a lot of money also. Have a wonderful day, guys. Shkaya for joining. We'll see you tonight. We'll finish up the Masechta. What time is it tonight? I don't know, but look at mdy.com. mdycum.com. 7.30 CM. Myrev.